Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and today our guests are Dorothy Keenan and Ron Krause of an award-winning program that arranges for older adult volunteers to mentor and engage children in the county's elementary schools, and it's called Grand Involve. Now, Dorothy, the founder and executive director of the program, was here a few years ago when the program was only about a year old. It's grown quite a bit since then. She and Ron, a program volunteer, are going to tell us all about this unique program and why you may want to consider being a part of it. But first, a little bit about them. Originally from Long Island, Dorothy, or DOT, as we'll, as we'll call her, uh, was uh, worked in senior centers and long-term care facilities since she was 16. In 1988, she moved to Burke, where she raised her family and worked as director of Fairfax County Senior Centers until retiring 10 years ago. When not supporting Grand Involve, she enjoys visiting exotic places, taking road trips across the country with her husband, birding, doll collecting, and spending time with her five grandchildren. And originally from far Rockaway, New York, Ron had a 40-year career in the labor movement, including 25 years with the American Federation of Teachers. He and his wife live in the Hayfield area, raise their children there. In addition to his volunteer duties, Ron works as a consultant and also a licensed tour guide in Washington, D.C. So, Dorothy, Ron, thanks for being with us on the podcast today. Thank you. Grand Involve. So, Dot, how, how did this all come about as a grand involve? Is it like a national organization? Is it part of something bigger? I mean, how, how, did, how did this idea come about? Well, about six years ago, the um, county was um, interested in um, people who are retiring staying in this community, and they put out a series of forums asking people um, what would make this a more livable community um, for all ages. And I was part of that effort and then was one of a committee um, who was looking at diversity issues. We were looking at providing intergenerational programs um, where people could learn more about the cultures that exist here in the county. So we designed Grand Involve um, to fulfill both of those um, issues that people had brought up at mm -hmm. the forums. Mm -hmm. Um, so we came up with the name Grand Involve, um, not because they are grandparents, but because mm. people of this age um, frequently have a very grand idea <laughs> of, um, and it's called the Encore Principle, huh. of, um, of having a life of purpose mm. um, where they can make changes in the world that are significant. Hmm. And this was this is our grand idea, mm -hmm. and that's how we came up with the word Grand Involve. Okay, and Ron, you're a volunteer. So when you heard the name Grand Involve, what what did what did you think of that, or what did you what did that mean to you when you heard Grand Involve? Well, I did take the Grand. It meant grandparents or <laughs> okay. people of a certain age. Right, right. Uh, and I but, must admit, I did too. So I appreciate okay. Dot's explanation. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but uh, once I went to an orientation, mm -hmm. uh, I saw people even younger than me. <laughs> uh, and uh, so it seemed like a, uh, a good way to dedicate some amount of my time mm -hmm. to help uh, kids in the county mm -hmm. uh, and also take up, you know, for those of us who may have some 
extra time after we've retired from full-time work. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a great way to uh, give back to the county. Mm -hmm. and, and I know every volunteer program that, that we talk to on the 50 Plus podcast, the volunteers always say, I, I get way more back than I feel like I give, that kind of thing. Is that the case with you? And, and if so, what are you getting? Well, it, it's a bit of adrenaline rush. Um, mm. uh, it, it, is, it is greatly satisfying to go to a school, uh, interact with the kids. I've, I've uh, volunteered mostly in fifth and sixth grade classrooms. Uh, occasionally seeing that so-called aha moment, uh, get kids excited about something. Um, and uh, I, when I go back home, I tell my wife about it. I right. tell friends about it. Right. Uh, they, they get a high, too, from hearing your high. Yeah. Well, uh, they're probably a little tired of right. me, I tell you, <laughs> tell you the truth. Uh, but, uh, no, it is, it's great. And it's a great sense of uh, satisfaction yeah. uh, knowing that you're devoting a certain amount of your time mm -hmm. to uh, helping kids. Listen, my kids went to school in Fairfax County. Uh, they got a great education. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've worked in some form of education for a lot part of my life, and uh, so it is greatly satisfying after my sort of full-time working right. career is over right. uh, to be back in schools and helping and, uh, and volunteering. Yeah. Now, you mentioned you actually go into the schools, into the classrooms. What, what do you do? E oh, either me? one of you. <laughs> well, uh, I think everybody is, is different. Uh, people bring certain skills and talents. Mm -hmm. and so, Why don't you talk about what you do, and then so I, I can, can talk about what other people perfect, do. Perfect, yeah. So uh, what I do is uh, uh, they assign me a fifth and sixth grade class on any given uh, day, mm -hmm. and uh, they'll pull out four or five kids who need extra help on whatever is being studied at the moment. Oh, okay. So I have to be flexible enough to one day it could be science, another time oh, it could be math, it could be social studies, it could be geography. Right. Uh, and so if you're familiar with the show, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Uh, you're I, probably not. I, it, yeah, there are lots of times where, you know, you quickly try to figure out the, uh, the math again. Right. Uh, but... Um, I'm bigger than them, so it's okay. <laughs> so, but it, uh, it, so that's what I, I would do, and there are probably those who do other kinds of things. Right. Well, Ron is, he is talking as, um, as um, many of our volunteers do similar um, work like that, mm -hmm. and many of our volunteers are former teachers, and they're very oh, okay. comfortable in the classroom gotcha. and can take on whatever task the teacher gives them. But I do want to emphasize that there are many, many volunteers who are not former teachers mm -hmm. and who go in and do one simple task every time they're there. Most of our volunteers work with the younger grades, you know, realizing that if a child needs to be reading by third grade in order to be successful in school. And so we work a lot with the younger grades. And um, sometimes, um, many times, our volunteers read with the children. And that is not reading to the child, but listening to the child mm. read to them okay. and then um, asking them about what they have just read. So it's not just reading, but understanding that reading comprehension. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is one of the jobs that a lot of our volunteers do. Okay. Okay. I'm myself, when I go in, um, 
I take a circle. That's a small group of, ch of students that the, the teacher has separated out. Um, she, she does circle work with the other groups. They're all doing something different, but the volunteer works with a small group of children, maybe four. And we do like a simple game or something that reinforces what the teacher has been teaching. Mm -hmm. So there are many ways of learning, and the children then have an opportunity to do tactile learning, visual learning, learning in a way that they may not have heard from the teacher. So I can remember one time I was volunteering and um, a child finally understood a concept that the teacher had been trying to teach for several days. And just like Ron, it was a great feeling um, that when the child realized it, and I saw that aha moment, mm -hmm. but to me, one of the best things about that was that the three other children that were in our group also realized it, mm. and they all high-fived. Oh, neat. And it was so thrilling to see how the children supported each other. Right. It was just a great feeling, uh -huh. you know, that that had happened when I was there. Right. So, so other um, types of volunteering, sometimes they'll help with, um, they'll help with assignments like a math assignment or a history assignment. Um, most, I, I have to say most of our people do the reading. Reading. And are you there for all day, uh, every day? I mean, you kind of what's the structure or does it depend on your schedule for, as a volunteer? How does that work? This, the volunteer works with the staff person at the school to determine what their schedule will be. Okay. And so it's flexible. And the okay. volunteer really says when they want to come in and what days, how many hours. We ask that they all give an hour a week. Okay. However, most people give two or three hours, I would say. That's probably the average, mm -hmm. a week. Okay. The schools all understand that most of our volunteers are um, retired or especially newly retired and travel a lot. So mm. all of our schools understand that people may be going away for two or three weeks in the wintertime, and this is okay. Gotcha. So. Okay. So you're saying when I re finally retire, if my wife will ever let me, I can look forward <laughs> to a lot of traveling. Okay. <laughs> yes. I can't wait. Um, let, me, let me talk about requirements because that was kind of one of them, one hour a week. Mm -hmm. But you have volunteers going into schools with young children. Are there any kind of other requirements that volunteers need to to do, et cetera, to be qualified for your program? The the um, volunteers are all background checked okay. by the county. Okay, so they do not have to pay for this background check. It's mm. paid for by the public schools, and everyone must be fingerprinted, background checked before they can start at a school. That's very important. Right. They also receive an orientation. Okay, okay. Now, I know you, you have a, a need for volunteers. Every uh, volunteer organization does, so we'll kind of get to that in a minute. But I want to I kind of go back because as I'm hearing more about this, it, it's just incredible to me. Five, six years ago, this grand idea came about, mm -hmm. and now there's all these volunteers working in schools to help kids. That sounds so easy. Poof, we'll just make it happen. But, I mean, that, this, this is a huge undertaking, a lot of logistics, school approval to go work with the schools. Talk to me a little bit about that. How did all that come about? Make it, it happen. It started small and yeah. we grew. You know, the idea was a good idea and um, people realized it. Mm -hmm. The uh, Fairfax County um, supervisors and the uh, school board are all behind us, um, encourage us and support us. 
and that has made a big difference. So we started in one school five years ago. At that school right now, we have 40 volunteers. Wow. They're turning volunteers away. <laughs> wow. Okay. So since then, uh, we're going into year six. We're in 19 schools. We have over 160 volunteers. Of those 160, 29 of them are in a leadership position. And I contribute that to the success of Grand Involve. Mm -hmm. Our leaders have really devised a plan for us so that um, by the end of year 2024, which will be 10 years for us, we will be in every Title I school mm -hmm. in the county. Well, you're already about halfway there. Yeah. Yeah, because I think you said approximately 40 Title I schools and already in 19 or so, so yeah. Mm -hmm. But in, in terms of the volunteers, Especially, at least it's been my experience, that because it's a Title I school serving um, communities of some poverty, even in an affluent county like mm -hmm. Fairfax, uh, the parents are very busy. Mm -hmm. And there are not a lot of volunteers. At Title I schools. At the Title I schools. Yes. That's oh, exactly okay. right. Mm -hmm. So, And the PTA is not huge because you often have... Uh, immigrant parents uh, who are working one, two, three jobs, mm -hmm. uh, multi-generational. Mm -hmm. And so the volunteers, such as Grand Involve, uh, fit a certain uh, uh, need mm -hmm. that, uh, unfortunately, those schools cannot draw upon their community of mm -hmm. parents mm -hmm. and grandparents right. because they're otherwise other involved. Right. Uh, so uh, unlike what the sort of the the stereotypical impression that you may have of Fairfax County Schools. Right. Well, and I was, I think you, you stole my answer through the question I was going to yeah. ask, but I yeah. was going to ask you if, because we were going to transition into trying to get people to volunteer and to become involved. So I was, Ron, I was going to ask you to, to tell the volunteer listening right now or the person listening why they should volunteer. I mean, that was a great answer you just gave to answer that question, but anything else you want to say to get somebody listening right now to say, I think I want to be involved with this grand idea? Well, it's joy. I mean, it, it's sort of a trite word, mm -hmm. uh, but it's, uh, it's a great feeling of joy to mm -hmm. uh, do something that is bigger than yourself mm -hmm. uh, and to be able to volunteer your time and whatever knowledge and skills that you have uh, to help the teachers who are doing, trying to do a terrific job in Fairfax County school that I'm volunteering in, the principal told me that their kids speak a total of 30 plus languages wow. coming from countries from all over the world uh, and to play some sort of small role uh, in a time of my life where I don't have to commute to D.C. or yes. even the Fairfax County Government Building. Uh, it is especially meaningful and I, when I talk to some friends or acquaintances uh, who have retired, uh, the big question they always have is, what am I going to do with my time? Mm -hmm. uh, and after they travel for a little bit uh, or they go to the gym, uh, this is a great way to s spend time. It is good for you as right. a volunteer, and it's good for the community. Well, and definitely makes a difference. In, in the lives of the, the like, children. I would like to think so. Yeah. Uh, and actually, you're helping the teachers as well. One small story. Um, so there was a geography lesson that I had to pull five kids off of, uh, and they were talking about the, the center of the country, mm. and we got to the Great Lakes. And I said, do you know the names of the Great Lakes? They didn't know. I said, 
I'm going, by the time we finish, you are going to know the name of the Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. Now, there's an acronym that I was taught in school 190 years ago <laughs> uh, that the Great Lakes is H-O-M-E-S, Homes. Huh. You're on Ontario, Michigan, Erie, Superior. Well, the five kids got that by the time I was done. They, and then we go back into the classroom. They were really excited about that. They said to the teacher very loudly, we know the names of the Great Lakes. And they said, Holmes. And the teacher looked at me quizzically. <laughs> what are they talking about? She, she didn't know that. Right, right. Um, and so then she got the entire classroom to say that. Now she has and a new at, teaching tool. And yeah. now as I walked out of that classroom, hearing their sort of excitement, Man, that made my day. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, that would that would have been a story worth telling the wife and and friends and family, and uh, hopefully they would appreciate that one. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. Then my wife told me to mow the lawn. Yeah, <laughs> I I couldn't say it any better than Ron told that story yeah. and his own personal experience and the personal um, feeling that you get from the the um, it's just wonderful. Yeah, but I do want to add that. Studies have shown that there are health benefits to volunteering in your older really? age. Yes. And um, it also is reducing ageism hmm. um, throughout the county, that children are seeing older people as you know, somewhat different, as hmm. intelligent, as, you know, what? As, they, uh, <laughs> hmm? as something, having something to add. Yeah, the children neat. are so curious. Yeah. They want to touch your arm. They want to feel you, look in your mouth, look in your ear. They just, you know, they're, um, they have no boundaries. Yeah. And they are just so thrilled to have that special attention, mm -hmm. you know, from somebody who's not um, in their normal um the range of, right. of their sphere um, of friends or family sphere, or yes, whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think our listeners right now are going, oh, my gosh, tell me how to volunteer. I want to volunteer. How can they do that, Dot? Okay. We have a website, and that's www.grandinvolve.org. And Grand Involve is one word, grand and involve. Okay. And um, also we, we have a um, an email address, and that is um, – info at grandinvolve.org. Okay. okay. All right. And I do want to give you a, a moment before we wrap up, and I'm going to let you guys uh, end with anything you want to say, but I do want to give you a chance to talk about some uh, Tutor on Horn for a little bit, I think. There was something, a recent Commonwealth Award for Grand Involve? We have received several awards, um, several large awards, and um, one of them was from the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Best Practices Award. And, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember the name of um, – we've received uh, the Governor's Award mm -hmm. also, uh, the Governor's Award on group volunteering. Wow. Um, and we just recently received the, um, the Golden Eagle Award from um, University Women. Mm -hmm. so, Amazing um, for such have, a young organization, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're, we're – um, People are recognizing that this is a program that can be replicated mm -hmm. very easily in other areas of the country. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we hope does happen. Okay. So you we will work with other that. groups. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. All and right. Dot is a volunteer. She's doing this all on her own time. There's mm -hmm. no like grand office. Right. When I talk to my friends and I say this is a Fairfax County program, started in Fairfax County for Fairfax County by Fairfax County, of Fairfax County, 
Uh, there's not some great national office somewhere. Right. Uh, but we're all volunteers. All volunteers. All volunteers. Yeah. So um, That's it, incredible. Yeah. That, that it's, really it's, is. It's terrific. And the people who are doing it are really dedicated mm-hmm. and uh, do a terrific job. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Last 30 seconds to a minute, uh, I'll let each of you have the final word uh, about the program. We're talking about Grand Involve, what it is, why it is, why folks should get involved, anything you want to say. Dot, we'll start with you, and Ron, let you bring it home for us. I think the success of Grand Involve is because we have um, leadership um, who are able to use their knowledge and experience from their careers, Mm. and they are um, really guiding this organization. Um, Plus, we have the dedicated classroom volunteers. Um, We encourage all of our leadership to be classroom volunteer at some point because there's nothing like experiencing being in the classroom to know what a difference you can really make. Right. And I think Fairfax County especially is filled with a lot of professional types who may have recently retired looking for some fulfillment of a need. Mm -hmm. Um, And this helps provide an outlet, uh, not only to help yourself because you feel good about yourself, but also to help uh, your community. And I think that is something that's hard to find Mm. elsewhere. So... Mm -hmm. uh, I would encourage people who feel that they are looking for something meaningful to do to uh, contact uh, the Grand Involved through the website and uh, volunteer. I'm sure they will not regret it. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Great. Great to have both of you here with us. Dorothy Keenan, Ron Krause of the Grand Involved program. Again, that's all one word, G-R-A-N-D-I-N-V-O-L-V-E. You can find more uh, online at grandinvolve.org. You can also email them at info at grandinvolve.org. Now, before ending the show, I do want to put in a plug for an event coming up on Sunday, September 22nd. It's called the 50 Plus Expo. It'll be held at Springfield Town Center, sponsored by the Beacon Newspapers, Fairfax County, AARP, many others. It's going to feature exhibitors, flu shots, health health screenings, live music, door prizes. It's free and no registration is necessary. So show up September 22 from noon to 4. And as always, you can find older uh, county older adult services, recreation, community engagement opportunities by dialing 703-324-7948 or online at fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults. When you're there, be sure to subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper. You'll also find a link from that page over to the Fairfax 50 Plus Facebook page. That's going to do it for this edition of the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast. We truly do appreciate you listening and sharing this with your family and friends. The Fairfax 50 Plus podcast is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia government.